Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the shaggy to his Scooby-Doo, Michael Howard. Scooby Snacks. Well, Scoob? I don't know how to do a shaggy voice. I don't think I know how to do Scooby-Doo. We're both very bad at this. I thought I did, but I didn't. When it started to come out of my mouth, I realized that it it did not do a thing. Who's your least favorite Scooby Doo character? Um, who is the um the jock dude? It's Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Freddie Prince Jr. is my least favorite. That's fair. Um, I think that we're most like Scooby Doo and Shaggy though, because we do a lot of crime uh uh-huh. stories on here. We're always trying to figure out the crime angle. Mm-hmm. Um. But also just mostly motivated by food. Food, yeah. Yeah. Um, Easily scared. S- substances of some sort. And, sure. And if we do accidentally figure something out, it is purely accidental. Like, mm-hmm. we're not good at it. But we do uh, occasionally stumble on oh, yeah. some grand mysteries. Oh, yeah. Which I like. Uh, mine was Scrappy-Doo. I, couldn't, I could not handle Scrappy. He was a piece of shit. Yeah, well, he was the, from like the, like he was later on, though. Mm-hmm. I was talking about the OG, the OG, okay. OG cast, fair. you know. Mine, okay, mine is still Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> Michael, how you doing, buddy? Um, just fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, just it's been a it's been a long time. Again, we've just life has been getting in the way recently. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been. Uh, I think we've both had some weeks. You you have a, a health concern growing out of your arm. I think <laughs> yes. Yes, I have a, I have a thing trying to escape from my arm, mm-hmm. some kind of alien being. Um, and doctors are are bad. Well, not doc. Doctors aren't bad. Uh, the medical system is bad. Yeah, they're they're bad, and they uh they use the word urgent when they don't mean it. Yeah. Um, which you would think that doctors would not want to use a word that would connotate uh a semi-emergency in a case where they don't mean semi-emergency they just mean like you shouldn't wait two months that's kind of how i feel about like urgent care centers which Mm. i guess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for me when i do go to them it's because i've waited i've waited for a very simple illness to become really dangerous (laughs) and then i go so i guess it is urgent in the fact that i've waited too long and am at death's doorstep because of strep throat or something um but yeah, I feel like the nomenclature there is like, really, I've got a cold, Yeah, but I don't want to go to the doctor. Yeah, and recently they've started, th- these minute clinics have started popping up and stuff like that, which I think is is better because like urgent care seems like almost as bad as an emergency room, right? Right. Like urgent to me, like if I'm like, hey, I need this urgently, it means like, like get off your ass and fucking do this. I, I broke myself, right. so <laughs> please help me. <laughs> but most of the time I go to an urgent care, it's just because I don't. I have like, I want to get some like Z pack or, you know, I have strep or something, and I don't want to wait for my doctor to have an appointment available. Right, of course. Um, so I guess that's urgent on my account, but my sickness <laughs> itself is not urgent. Yeah, I guess it's more. I don't really want. To, I want to spend as little time as possible doing anything. So mm-hmm. whatever you can do mm-hmm. to get me in and out of here and not dead would be great. Yeah. Yeah, like if I could just go to the pharmacy and be like, just give me an antibiotic because I know what it is. I've done right. this before. So you basically just want to mooch off the pharmacy. It's like, <laughs> I know what I'm, I don't need it. Let's cut out the middleman. I am. I know what I need. I I looked on WebMD. 
Um, and it's either that I'm dying or that I have a mild illness. Mm-hmm. So we'll start I there. Could, I could take Sudafed or I could contribute to the growth of uh, antibiotic resistant super bugs. So and that the second one is more convenient for me right now. Yes. So thank you. But like we're all going to be underwater in 40 years. So, I mean, might as well. Yeah. At this might point, as well, I, might as well hasten it. Kill ourselves in as many ways as possible. <laughs> I don't know if, if if you like Michael. You probably saw. Yeah, our friend Matt uh, shared this both with us. Uh, that tall people are at a higher risk for cancer because they have more cells. Uh yeah. So I found that story. Oh, okay, and I sent right. it, and and our friend Matt was like, "Do tall people have more cells, or is it just like fat cells where they're just bigger?" Right, and. Because my, my feet are full of fat, so I'm just, I'm taller. <laughs> right. I, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Because if it's just that we have more cells, that makes a lot of sense that we would be more likely to get cancer because the more cells, the better yeah. chance you have to have one mutate in a bad way. See, and I feel like this is, this is our society and our medical and scientific community looking at things with such a downer attitude because my first thought because I shared this with my siblings who are all tall and or they shared it with me again. And I was just like, OK, so that just means that as a tall person, Michael, you just said the chance for it to mutate wrong or badly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also a better chance for me to become an X-Man because I'm taller. I got more cells. That's a good point. I get to develop superpowers at potentially a greater rate than you short folk. <laughs> How's the weather I, up there? I don't know. I control it. I'm God now. I, I, see, I thought powers. you were going to say, like, you got to look on the positive side. Like, for every time I don't have cancer, like, that's how many cells I have that are mutating or not mutating or mutating in a good okay, way. So you're saying I am a, by volume, a by, better yes. a better specimen of humanity because all of my cells are still in working exactly. order. Exactly. Right. Until nice I end up at. getting cancer, like, I'm just better than short people because... I have more cells and they're doing a better job. Statistically speaking. Statistically speaking, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to argue with that. But again, I do want to become an X-Man. <laughs> so only if it's a cool one, a cool superpower. There's yeah. Some, there's some bad ones out there. Are there bad X-Men? Oh, uh, yeah. There's some real bad ones. Any in the movies? Because that's all I know about the X-Men. I mean, there, in the first one, there is the, the senator who just turned into a big like blob man. <laughs> so that that wasn't excellent that's right i do remember that um, actually there's a toad the guy who just becomes a fucking frog and that would be if if that's the superpower that i got i would be so disheartened i would like i'd be terrified of myself Ugh. like okay some things i can see as mutations like okay you have I don't know, telekinetic powers or like you can't touch anyone because your touch will kill them. How the fuck there is. That's not one mutation that turns you into a frogo. <laughs> it's multiple. Yeah, That's a lot. That's like an entire species change. It's also like so that and then like, OK, cool. You have a super long prehensile tongue that's elastic and you can like fly and crawl on walls apparently. Did you get super bones? Because you're flying like 40 feet across the room, crashing into a wall. You're, you're crushing some fingies at the very least. You don't have super healing. Your bones get super dense? No. You're fucking, you're dead now. Great. Like, I know a lot cool of people. Cool frog man powers. I know a lot of people give shit to uh, um, Wolverine, right? Because mm-hmm. he's he's in every movie and like people are like, like obsessed with him. But like 
his mutation makes the most sense. Yeah. He just heals way faster. Like, okay, you're healing cells and shit are just working overtime that's a mutation i get that how do you shoot goddamn lasers out of your eyeballs yeah where do the lasers come from that's not a mutation friend you just put a battery pack back there i don't know what you're doing uh the flash okay yeah you're still a human who can run really fast you're going the speed of light you just turned into vapor wait the the flash is supposed to be a human yeah he's a human man oh i just assumed he was like a Oh, like an alien of some sort. Yeah, he gets hit by lightnings in a in a chemist lab Are you fucking or a kidding? crime lab. Yeah. All right, we need to we need to just have a superhero <laughs> podcast because this this shit's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, Michael, what else you got going on for me this week, buddy? Um, speaking of superheroes, mm-hmm. um, there's a very 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 good boy who uses his superpowers of looking like a a stray dog <laughs> to bilk. Uh, drive-through customers at McDonald's out of their uh, out of their cheeseburgers. Uh, huh. Okay. Tell yeah, me more so about this dog. Say so you're in the you're in the drive-through at the McDonald's. You know, it's you're you're ordering some cheeseburgers. <laughs> this the, a dog comes up and is like, "Oh, I'm so sad. I'm a I'm a stray dog." And you're like, "You know what? I'm gonna order a little extra for my dog friend here. It's like it's forty nine cents for a burger, right? Yeah, it ain't nothing. It'll make his life." So I did find the Facebook post about this very good girl. <laughs> and first of all, I have to say this. Other than the fact that this dog has no collar on, which I am at this point forced to believe that she removes before walking up to the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a big gal. Yeah, she's... I don't want to body shame this good good girl. We don't have to, we don't have to body shame this, but this she's, sweet gal. She's had a few... Few she's, of the old burgers. She's gotten a couple double cheat. Yeah, from the McDonald's drive-through. So yeah, I mean, your first thought when seeing this dog is not like, oh wow, look at that stray emaciated dog. No, it's a look at that big old guy who might jump through my window unless I give it a cheeseburger. Yeah, it does. The picture on here, it she doesn't look like she's asking for a cheeseburger as much as demanding one. Like right as the toll to continue on in this drive-thru. Did, did you read the Facebook post from the woman, uh, Betsy Reyes, whose dog this is? I did, but uh, I'm going to let you read it, too. Okay. Uh, and there's a second post that I love, but here we go. So it's a picture of the dog sitting next to the car in the drive-thru, just in a parking lot. If you see my dog at the McDonald's on Shields, quit feeding her fat ass because she don't know how to act and be leaving the house all the time to go walk into McDonald's at night. <laughs> she's not even a stray dog. She's just a gold digging ass bitch that be acting like she's a stray so people f- feel bad for her and feed her burgers. <laughs> we've talked we've talked before about smart dogs. Mm-hmm. I've talked about my very dumb, very smart dog. Um, but this is a, a different level. This is mm-hmm. this takes cunning. This takes guile. This takes uh, salesmanship, and it takes a uh, Houdini esque way to escape <laughs> from the house and get back in every night. Yeah. So apparently, the woman went to the drive-through to take the pictures, uh, and also had a video of the dog at her window. The dog jumped up, put its paws on the windowsill, looked in, recognized her, and then ran away. <laughs> oh, busted. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, you think that dogs are just, like, stimulus response, Pavlov- Pavlovian behavior, but, like, this takes a certain level of intelligence 
to this do is, this. Yeah, this is secret life of thug. She's out there hustling. Yeah, I like that. Um, I mean, we used to joke because Staley would get out of our apartment all the time because he learned how to use lever door handles. Right. Um, we used to joke that he. Because he would look very intently when we got in the elevator at what we were doing. So we assumed he was trying to learn how to get he up is, and down. He is a velociraptor. Yeah. So we assumed that when we left for work that he would just go down the elevator and have adventures and then be back in time for us to get home from work. And now we were kind of joking, but like, ugh, yeah, maybe. I mean, in that sense, I am. I feel so very blessed that I have a like... I don't think she's dumb, but she's just so lazy that she doesn't care. Like, like she knows where to go. Like, she knows how the elevator, like, will take her different places. She's not interested in how it operates. She's just like, I walk in and I walk out. I do my, my poops and then I come back inside. She's and the dog it. after my own heart, really. Mm-hmm. She's a the consummate lounge dog. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Michael, it's um, interesting that you decided to open with a uh, stray dog story. Um or not a stray dog story. I um, this story is actually near and dear to my heart after this weekend. Um, so I too had a run in with with a dog. Mm. Uh, trying trying to game the system this weekend. A little um, cheeseburger dog. Not not quite a cheeseburger dog. Although uh, he did get a free meal and a free flea bath out of this arrangement. Um, so I was leaving a friend's wedding on Sunday, and I was uh, as I was heading out. Uh, from the venue, uh, a, a nice young pupper with no collar approached me out of uh, out of the woods, and this wedding was in the middle of nowhere. Um, so, so this is out outside of Atlanta, like out in the sticks of Georgia. Yeah, about an hour and a half outside of Atlanta. Um, Puppo was playing with me. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go now. Walked to my car. He followed me to my car. Um, then followed me up the driveway for about a thousand feet. <laughs> Then followed me about a quarter mile down the road, and then um, I stopped, and he jumped in my car. Okay, so I so you have up. a new dog. I I was like, okay, well, I guess I have a dog now, a second dog. Sora's not gonna like this, but he was pretty cute. He was very friendly. I was like, okay, what kind of dog um, are we talking about? He was like a little black kind of. He he looked like a lab. Uh, I'm going to say a lab Rottweiler Cocker Spaniel kind of thing. Whoa. It was a weird mix. He was about 40 Whoa. pounds, but had a big old blockhead. Um, maybe not a Roddy, but he was like probably a lab Cocker Spaniel, if I had to guess. A lab? Some kind of Spaniel. I'm going to have to look up what this might look like. He's a cute little guy. Oh, um, oh my God. Yeah, let's see if that's an accurate assessment. Let me let me guess. Oh, you're just a little poppers, aren't you? Yeah, it's pretty close to this guy. I had a little bit longer coat, but uh, yep, yeah, that's my boy. Right. Um, so um, yeah, so about another quarter mile down the road, he um starts climbing on my shoulders and sitting behind my back, and I become a little concerned by this behavior. It's like thinking he's trying to get away, so I pull off the side of the road, uh, put on my hazards, and uh, open the door to see if he wants to get out. He does, but then he just stands there. And then as I'm trying to figure out what to do with this boy and get him comfortable, I would go back and get a, a blanket for him from my trunk. A uh, cop shows up and I was like, hey, do you know this dog? He's like, no, that's a stray. Looks like you have a new dog. I was like, all right, here we go. So I get on driving down the road. Uh, make it. He's, he's snoozing uh, in the passenger seat. Make it about halfway home. And young gentleman decides to jump in my lap, hit the steering wheel and carry me off the concrete divider on the highway. Oh, um, no. Yeah, so I... Are you and the pupper okay? 
we are both sweet babies on board and totally safe. Uh, I bruised up my shoulder a little bit, but made it off. Didn't hit anybody else on the road. Made it off the side the side of the road and it's fine. Totaled my car. Um, when I'm getting a lift back into town, um, decided that I couldn't keep this dog after he broke my car. Uh, tried to take him to animal control down here in Atlanta. They wouldn't take him because he wasn't from this county. Um, so I wound up renting a car. Wait, so the dog has to be like does it have to be born from that county or just found? Like, could you have just let him out and like refound him and be Apparently, like, now there he's are here? very strict rules here. Here's a tilt uh, PSA. There are very strict rules about where you find a dog and where you can return a dog. Mm. Um, uh, so since it wasn't from the county, it wasn't found in Fulton County. I couldn't return him to an animal services place in Fulton County. Um, also important detail. I left my phone in the lift, so I couldn't call any of my friends. Um, <laughs> That's an important detail. Um, you did seem so, like you were a little off the grid on Sunday because I texted li- you a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, non-responsive. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, I wound up renting a car because uh, I had to go to my dead car to uh, unpack all my shit. And I was like, well, I guess I'm taking this dog all the way back to uh, his new home at Animal <laughs> Services. <laughs> so I do that. Uh, get all my shit out of my car, uh, which is definitely totaled. Uh, and then I wound up meeting up with the girl who had the Lyft driver who had, uh, found my phone. And, um, so I make my calls, let everyone know that I'm okay. And I wind up calling my, uh, my friend, the bride. And, uh, she's like, well, I'm glad you're safe. I do have some bad news. That was the neighbor's dog. <laughs> So, the neighbor's house being a about a mile away and their dog having no collar, full of ticks and fleas, and definitely had worms. So you kidnapped s- the neighbor's dog. Mm-hmm. He totaled your car in, in the getaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you tried to return him to a different county. Mm-hmm. You gave him a bath s- and a meal mm-hmm. in, re- in, I guess, because he totaled your car. That was very nice of you. Um, yeah. And then you returned him back. Homeward, homeward bound style yeah. journey back to his home. I mean, he didn't honestly, he didn't have to do any work as far as the homeward bound journey goes. Like this is the optimal case for this boy. But yeah, I stole a dog and then he killed my car <laughs> is uh, <laughs> essentially what happened to me this weekend. Um, so I am in the market for a new vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm OK. But the Bruce old, the old a little Ford bit. Focus held up and, you know, he didn't no injuries. Yeah, nothing a fine vehicle it's all good but uh yeah um little little another tilt psa don't pick up strays it's not worth it you know what i keep trying to tell rachel that i don't know if i've told this story on tilt before but when we were in south carolina uh rachel saw two stray dogs um luckily i was in the car in front of her and i also saw these quote-unquote dogs and realized that they weren't in fact dogs and told her like hey don't don't let these dogs in your car because did, and she was did you call her like just because you knew your wife yes. so well that okay yeah she was i knew she was she was right behind us i knew she was gonna see these turned out to be coyotes i knew she was gonna see them and be like "Ooh, pups i can't leave them along alone on the side of this road mm-hmm. um and i literally had to tell her like okay if we get home and we look up wild animals in the area i didn't know if they were coyotes or wolves or whatever the hell they were it was dark i just knew they weren't dogs um 
If we get back there and we look up all these animals and none of them look like the things that you saw, we will go back and find these dogs. I will spend all night finding them. And we get there. First thing we look up is coyotes. And she was like, oh, yeah, those were coyotes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, don't don't pick up random strays. Like, I don't want to say that because, like, Bonnie was a, at some point a stray. Right. So not don't. Just be very careful that they are, one, dogs. I Two, mean, actually strays. This was a very sweet boy. Mm-hmm. It should have been my first clue. Um, <laughs> he was so sweet. Just the sweetest boy. Um, but yeah, no, he's um, he's back home safely now, which is great. Great Good news. for him. Good for him. Um, but yeah, first of all, I, one, I didn't know that coyotes lived in South Carolina. That's fun. I didn't either. Um, and then I will say... It's hard to say no to a dog in your face who's being sweet and wagging his tail and just wants a cheeseburger. So, I mean, I get I get why this dog has gotten some cheeseburgers. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Would you give the dog a cheeseburger? It, yeah, probably. Well, yeah, probably. If I thought it was an actual stray dog and he was like hanging out by the McDonald's drive through. I mean, I'd probably go some nu- probably give him nuggies. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe probably some- not the cheeseburger. I'd be worried about that. But yeah, I'd probably go uh, the the. Select chicken tendies. Yeah, you got to give them some tendies, something some that's lean like pro- real, you know, lean protein and just like tons of breading. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's my week, Michael. Um, any other fun stories for me? Um, I was gonna say you want to just stay on uh, animal stories. Ooh, you have more aminals. Yeah. So Michael, we've talked a little bit about um dogs and cats. I think running for office in this fine United States of America. Yes. Um. You know, sometimes they, they win, but some places they just do not tolerate our fine furry friends. It's a tr- it's tragedy in really. public office. It really is. Um, a New Milford, Connecticut councilman found that out the tough way this week. This good boy's name is Scott Chamberlain. <laughs> and turns out, um, so one of our other really favorite things. He's not really a dog or an animal. He's just a furry. Um, and uh, apparently he's he's stepping down for his re-election run because people discovered discovered his uh, furry fetish and uh, posted several screenshots on Facebook of his profile on a private website, um, which is kind of... That's so wrong. It's shady because he was fine. He was a good public servant. And then they just... So, okay. So if we're keeping score in the United States here... White supremacists and basically open Nazis, totally fine. fine. Yep. Steve King, great. Uh, dress up like a furry in your in your alone times, in your non-public times. That's not okay. Like, yeah. fuck off. I do kind of think that, so apparently, so he liked a couple posts on, via his Facebook profile, which is honestly his bad. Yeah, well. Um, but, uh. <laughs> Yeah. Also, he has a profile on SoFurry.com, which I do not want to check out. Um, but here's my problem. His quote to the newspaper um, was that his interest in the furry subculture stems from an appreciation for animal characters like Tony the Tiger, which we know how mm. people love Tony the they Tiger. They appreciate Tony the Tiger a lot. And he says that it's nothing to do with sex. It's an interest in cartoon <laughs> animals. It's like, but just own it. If you are a furry, like you're already on the way out, just be like, yeah, you know what? I like to dress up like a fox and just go nuts on on folk. <laughs> and even if it has nothing to do with sex, it's not an interest in cartoon animals. Right. Even if it has nothing to do with sex, it's got a little something to do with sex, bud. At some point. 
and and that's fine. Yeah, and like I don't know what the what the posts he liked are. Maybe they were kind of like raunchy or having to do with sex or whatever. Then that would be bad. But just just being a furry, I don't think should disqualify you from public office. I mean, honestly, the like again, we've talked about like we've talked about enough fetishes and like sex kinks on the show to just realize that everyone's got something oh yeah whether you don't know you do or not you got it lurking in you somewhere Mm -hmm. people in power particularly are already doing like heinous sexual things or abuse like just using power dynamics to do uh you know potentially abusive stuff our fucking president talked about grabbing people by the by the privates like what do you care about some dude in a in a fox suit yiffing on folk well and that's i mean that's the beauty of the furries right like he could be anyone in there. They don't know he's a councilman or the head of some company or just a lowly person. Like, they're just furries, man. Right. It's a very egalitarian society. Yeah. It, I mean, he's not liking cartoon animals or fucking human animal folk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Sorry. <laughs> fucking animal can, as councilman Scott Chamberlain. Yeah. He's doing it as Grey Muzzle. The fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah which is fine it's fine i didn't really have too much to talk about it other than this is a bummer but also it really is especially in in this in 2018 here um like come on just let people get you know why are we yucking yums when it comes to councilmen it's hard enough Not to as- find people who aren't just absolute shitheads right who cares if, even if it is sex, like, who cares if their sexual proclivity is between, like, consenting adults who like to wear costumes? Most fucking Again, old white congressmen have sexual things that do not involve consent. So. Nope. Um, to be fair, though, the one time, you, Michael, you'll recall, and uh, avid listeners will recall, the one time I did wander into a, the in the morning sessions of a furry convention, there were some non-consensual greetings going on that did involve people shoving their faces into crotches. Yeah. Which, no one, no one seemed to mind, and maybe it was an, a pre-agreed upon <laughs> handshake. I don't know I don't know how the secret handshakes in the very world work, but again, they did just bury their face right in someone's crotch. True, but I don't know. I feel like if you dress up like a an animal, especially a dog-like creature, mm-hmm. that there's a certain type of behavior that comes with that. Wow, really, Michael? Just because she's dressed that way? <laughs> I'm just saying. If you're... Just because I'm dressed like a dog, I want you to sniff my dog butt? Okay, yeah. Michael, that's really fucked if up. If I'm dressed as a dog and you're dressed as a dog, you get to sniff my butt. Like, Do I get to come up and raise my leg and piss on you? No, that, that would be bad in normal dogs. Like, if another dog tried to pee on my dog, I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, you would do that. Yeah. Staley would be fine with it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Maybe I can't would, tell actually. you how many yeah, dogs right. Sora has just stood mm. there and let piss on her because she's just an idiot. <laughs> it's like two. It's not a lot, but like she's done it. <laughs> it's more than zero. <laughs> it's, it's a non-zero number. Yeah. So, well, Michael, what else you got for I'll me? say, speaking of animal sex. Oh, good. Um, I don't know. I don't remember if we talked about this um, a while back. There was a case of uh, fish and other sea creatures... Um, actually changing sex because of certain chemicals in the water and like because of Jurassic Park rules. So yeah, in like 2014 there was a study that found that like drugs like insulin that got in the water supply were causing fixed fish to become intersex. Um 
uh, there was co- cocaine uh, contamination that were causing some of the, uh, the sea creatures to basically act a little bit cocainey, if you will. It's just a little cocainey. Okay, this one's a little bit different. Um, Does a fish on cocaine act any similarly to a an octopus on ecstasy? I imagine it's similar, but a little bit uh, less uh, lovey. You know, that's fair. Yeah, like a okay. like the the octopuses were very like, oh, give me a hug. Let's hang out and play with action figures. Sure, like cocaine. You're probably like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. Um, these fish, however, are becoming horny as fuck because there are too many antidepressants, specifically uh, fluoxetine, which is uh, basically Prozac, um, are in the water, and they don't. It doesn't get filtered out by our normal like water purification process. Um, I have a question. How, how do fish slash get slash be horny? How do fish be horny? Because <laughs> the fish, given higher doses of the fluoxetine, showed quote unquote more frequent copulatory behavior and spent more time pursuing females. Okay, 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 there it is. Okay, so as far as I understand fish bone seshes to take place, and I don't know if it's a particular type of fish doing this, maybe I'm wrong on things, but given that fish row is a thing, (laughs) don't ladyfish just poop out a a bunch of eggs, and then man fishes come by and fertilize them with presumably just a torrent of semen, um... So I feel like it's not a... I think that's just some fish. I think some fish actually do copulate. Hold on. Uh, So here's the thing. Um, During spawning season, a biological... So some fish like salmon swim all the way back to their childhood spawning grounds. Uh, And then... So females grow the eggs. They release them. Then during spawning season, male fish seek out nests of fish eggs that the females laid. When they find one, they swim over the nest and fertilize them with with semen. Um... That's so. So then. So again, you hmm. said one specific thing, though. The male fish are acting up, which makes a lot of sense. Now they're just trying to get at the eggs inside. I'm sure they're just like, okay, let's do this thing. I I am fit to fit to burst. Let's do this thing. Prozac, used as an antidepressant in humans, is making fish hell bent on reproduction. Researchers from Monash University found they are. They just want. They want to reproduce so bad. Uh, okay, but again, though. Unstoppably so. Yeah, again, though. Given the biology of fish, are, does this just mean male fish are just swimming around just shooting willy-nilly? It sounds like it. So is it just, okay, salmon just swimming upstream towards a bear. Uh, rather than being eaten, they just blast a load in a bear's <laughs> face because they're so horned up they can't stop. <laughs> Just it's a bear bukkake party up in Alaska right now. <laughs> oh, that sentence was for Dave Barnes. Yes, <laughs> it is bear bukkake. It doesn't say where in spe- where specifically they were. Two years ago, scientists uh, were racing to discover how fish in Seattle had tested positive for eighty-one different drugs, including cocaine. So apparently, the fish are just fucking high as shit all the time. That's because we keep dumping all of our shit into the into the water. Yeah. Um. So, Michael, I, I have learned that apparently male fish will just chase after female fish to get them to release their eggs, and then they'll go to town. Okay. 
So the eggs, releasing the eggs is kind of like the, uh, when there's a missile coming and you, you spray out some flak, so... Yeah, it's ca- you're releasing countermeasures. Yeah, countermeasures. Just get the fuck yeah. away from me, you asshole. <laughs> Fine, here it is. So sick of you right now. This is yours God. now. Be a dad. Don't care. See ya. And, like, apparently th- this is all being done... They're not just studying fish, like, actually in our waterways. Like, they know what kind of stuff is in the water, so they're doing controlled experiments with fish in a laboratory setting, which means that there is someone whose job it is to drug fish and see what it does to their horniness. So once again, we are paying multiple scientists to just dump a bunch of drugs in a tank of water and see what happens. Yeah, I feel like I went into the wrong profession. Well, I guess this could have been me because at one point I did want to be a marine biologist until I discovered that that may or may not include studying frogs or being in a place that would have a frog in it um and that pretty much shut that dream down uh, too sweet and um i'm not sad about it but if again if my job could have been dumping psychedelic drugs into a fish tank and seeing what happened that's simpler i love that they don't even need to have like i'm sure they have a hypothesis they must right that's part of the scientific method but like these stories never go into that Hypothesis. Drug drug make fish fuck. <laughs> Great. Like, the stories are always just like, yeah, they threw a bunch of fish in here and then dumped a bunch of drugs and this is what happened. Like, it's like, I don't know. They fucked, I guess. This is why yeah. this is why people like the lay public has no respect for like science because we're like, ah, right. oh, just a bunch of scientists throwing drugs all over the place, you know, <laughs> wasting them, quite frankly. Um, I will say so part of my job is to uh occasionally share uh social media messages from from the consumer product safety commission um on twitter and so michael you might be familiar that it is uh in fact uh fire safety month you should everyone should just go get a fire extinguisher is it oh yeah bud i don't um, think i have one you don't michael you're a homeowner twice over you need to get one of those hmm. um but no no i do have one no yeah i do Okay. Um, well, something that they tweeted the other day that um, I was forced to really consider my stance on the federal government and how much like I want them to be funded. Um, someone tweeted a picture of a nice, uh, a nice dining room table out with a big family meal, and they had photoshopped a fire extinguisher on top of it with a big yellow outline, and then under that they had photoshopped the text. Add a fire extinguisher like your grandmammy used to make. But this was and an I, ad of some sort? This was a social media post promoting, hey, you should buy a a fire extinguisher for your home to keep yourself safe. Um, fire extinguishers like your grandmama used to make. That and doesn't I make so, any sense. I got so insanely upset that someone had been paid my tax dollars to Photoshop this piece of shit. It, it like it really made me reconsider a lot of my like my beliefs about the federal government. Are we? Mi- am I missing something? Like, no. Our grandparents were notoriously bad at fire safety. They had to create a Smokey the Bear because people would just go into the woods and light shit on fire. Yeah. Um. I mean, honestly, just go to Twitter.com/slash/USCPSC. Um. They're real bad. One of their Michael, I'm going to share a tweet with you. It's about always wearing a helmet while riding your ATV. And then it has a man clearly photoshopped into a scenic Oregonian countryside. Um, 
riding an ATV, and then two gigantic bighorn sheep towering, like mountain-sized sheep towering over him. Kind of the indication that the sheep killed him because he wasn't wearing a helmet on his ATV. Ted wasn't sure how he found himself in the valley of the suspiciously large bighorn sheep, but Colorado sure was beautiful, and Ted was sure glad he wore a helmet. Good job, Ted. Good job, sheep. I love that they like outline the stuff that they add by Photoshop in really bright mm-hmm. colors so that you don't think that it's not Photoshop. It's like a it's like a 30 pixel uh like margin on on their Photoshop in in beds. It's I think my blank <sighs> is possessed. Report on safe chairs on saferproducts.gov and it's a person running away in the forest from three yellow outlined chairs. Mhm. Oh, a it's dolphin in the sky. The size of a boat. Like a large... On calm nights, the old men would gather to tell stories. Tell of the moon dolphin, a young man would say. A vast, there but a child's fantasy. Fool, they're alive and sail to this day. Listen closely and hear their call for humanity. Find the remedy. Find the remedy. Find the remedy on cpsc.gov. What the fuck? It's a post about two unicorns on the moon, one who appears to be trying to gore the earth to death. The person who runs it's, this account is had too many fish drugs. Yeah, I was gonna say he, he's either he either is a coked up sex fish, or he's he just eats salmon, but like he eats almost as much salmon as the rock. <laughs> That's true. If there's a and lot of antidepressants in the water, if you eat a lot of fish from the antidepressant water, is that just as good as taking your own Prozac? It might be better because you're getting a whole cocktail of shit. Mm, that's true. There's cocaine in there. Yeah. There's other psychotropic drugs. You're getting all sorts of untested cocktails. Man, everyone just yeah. gorge on fish. Hmm. Yes, please. Well, Michael, got any other stories for me, buddy? We haven't talked about a really good conspiracy theory in a while. We haven't. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. That used to be the the bedrock foundation of this show. We have not even touched our tinfoil hat wearing brethren. Well, the problem was is that a lot of a lot of things that were conspiracies just aren't as good, or I mean, say aren't as uh, awful as what's actually just happening out in the open. You know, government conspiracies and whatnot. Yeah, like uh, election hacking and uh, killing journalists and all that other stuff like that's the type of stuff you would hear about and it would be like oh wow that's a conspiracy theory or rumor and it's like oh no that's just just true though that's just actually happening though um this is one that i wish was true uh okay the ra- that's so rare yeah it's it's an old one it's from 2012 back back in okay. the before times in the in the good days sure um the white house actually had to come out and deny this one which is amazing because the title of the story in Wired was White House Denies CIA Teleported Obama to Mars. I mean, they would, though, right? They would have to. Deny it or send him to Mars? I mean, they would have to deny that. Well, they could just not one. say anything about it, right? Like, I guess. Like, yeah, why, I guess why justify it with a response? Yeah, we didn't teleport Biden or Obama. <laughs> we teleported Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden is now king of... He is the first person to molest someone on Mars. So what it was is, himself. I don't know if you remember the t- 2008 election, uh, but a lot of... One of the things that... Yeah, a simpler time. One of the things that they hammered Obama on was that, like, he never really served in the military um, or anything like that. Space Force, yeah. Um, this conspiracy theory posits that Obama was actually 
part of a secret CIA project to explore Mars, and he was teleported there along with the future head of DARPA. Okay, so this was in his past, Obama had. They they chose a simple constitutional law professor yes. to go visit Mars. Got it. Okay. They were grooming yep. him. He was one of uh, 10 youths uh, as a 19-year-old. He was one of 10 youths selected to secretly teleport to and from Mars, forming a band of interplanetary teen titans, according mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that, that was their actual name. That's probably like just a... A nickname okay, so, they gave each other, you know. So this this theory did definitely start as Obama slash fiction on Tumblr, right? <laughs> like this was some horned up like thirty seven year old on Tumblr writing cool fiction about Obama, right? Can you imagine though if you if you were a nineteen year old and you had been teleported to Mars as part of a CIA Teen Titan program? How do you go back to just like? Yeah, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go uh go to Harvard. Go to Harvard, go to law school. I guess I'll um be a community organizer in Chicago. I guess I'll organize communities. Um I don't know what that means. I've been to Mars. <laughs> Back when I was on Mars, uh, I mean Oh um, shit, I'm mm, uh Hyde Park. Wicker Park. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. The Andrew Baziago and William Stillings are self proclaimed time traveling, universe exploring government agents. Okay. You know, because all of those government agents, secret government agents, are always telling people about how they're secret government agents. Right. Um, so it's kind of what they're known for. <laughs> they insist that they once served as chrononauts, which I assume is astronauts that travel through time, mm-hmm. at DARPA's behest, traversing the boundaries of time and space. And they swear that a youthful Barack Obama was one of them. It raises so many questions. Like, why hasn't a youthful Barack Obama come back to, like, I don't know, undo all of the shit that's happening right now. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to let this happen. I'm actually going to kill everyone involved. Thank you. Goodbye. I'm, I'm time traveling Barack Obama. Well, maybe the, the Barack Obama that we see now is not actually the Barack oh, Obama. Right. He's it, he's back into his he's back on his on his grind. You know, he's he's traveling to Mars. He's traveling through time. So, OK, so he's he's just left a, a body double here. Uh, so yeah, he obviously. can get, continue fighting the. OK, yeah, I got that. <laughs> Uh, no, you know, no, I don't buy that for a second because there's no way time traveling Barack Obama would leave his perfect fucking wife and let a body double have sex with Michelle Obama while he's off gallivanting around the universe. Maybe no, Michelle's absolutely not. Him. Maybe the whole Obama family is part of this. Do you think Michelle Obama would let someone pretend to be her? Absolutely not. Well, we we don't see them all the time, though. So maybe we only see them when they're like. I guess that is the nice thing about time travel. They could be doing whatever the fuck yeah, they want. I mean, they just show like, up mm. and then they're like, "Oh yeah, no, I mean, it's been a day." Ha ha. Maybe that's why Obama aged so much in his eight years as president. Like, yeah, he he came in that's looking real youthful, left pretty old. Yeah, which is not uncommon for an eight year presidency, but dude aged hard. Yeah. <laughs> You think he would have picked up some better jeans fashion though? <laughs> Traveling around the future. That is Maybe that's a double that's a double disguise. You can't be walking around looking looking all fly and future cool. Maybe that maybe I mean things keep coming back. Maybe in the future uh, mom jeans are retro cool. Mm. And he's actually just ahead of his time. So he's just on that like Blade Runner shit. Yeah. Mom jeans are the best than <laughs> Blade Runner 2069. I mean they're way more comfortable than skinny jeans. I mean, that is true. Maybe we get back to a comfort instead of a, a fashion forward kind of uh, existence, you know? Mm-hmm. I can get comfortable fashionable jeans, though. Maybe I'll just wear sweatpants in the future. 
I mean, and that's the thing. Why don't you make it happen? If you're going to be a time traveler, make cool shit happen. He didn't even try. <laughs> hey, maybe this is the best timeline that he could create, he, that we could get to with time travelers. Maybe the, maybe what? Or maybe he made, maybe he made so many time whoopsies that he caused the, he shunted us into the darkest timeline. <laughs> we're just in, Bar- we're living in Barack Obama's time whoopsies. Oh, man. And I don't care for that. Thanks, Obama. I- I might have a car if he hadn't broken the time-space continuum and made that dog fart on me or whatever. <laughs> Shit. Thanks a lot, Obama. I can't believe that you kidnapped a dog. And then yeah, it, it literally crashed your car. Like, yeah. that is... Okay, if I saw that happen in a movie, I would be like, oh, wow, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But you did it. I did the damn thing. Um... But I mean, and I was talking with uh, my friend about it the other day, and she's like, I, I don't know why you're so positive about this. I was like, well, I mean, I walked away fine. I feel very blessed about that. The dog made it home. Uh, <laughs> there's no point in being like mad at the dog. It just happened. So, and now I get a new car out of it. Like, our, like real life is transcending art at this point, because if that story, if I read about that story, I would bring it to Tilp. Yeah. be like, this man put a dog in his car and it crashed his car. Yep. And then we would make fun of you incessantly, but not you, right. but like this dude. I actually haven't told anyone about it really other than, well, now all of our <laughs> listeners, but um, yeah, I just didn't really want to tell anyone about how dumb it was because I didn't want to tell it. I wanted to tell it as few times as possible. See, I don't know. I don't think it's actually dumb on your part necessarily. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> I stole a fucking dog, man. <laughs> It's no, it's very sweet that you tried to to save a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you supposed to know that this flea ridden, no collared dog was like? I mean, taken care of. Yeah, the owners obviously suck. It's their fault. Yeah, you should sue them. <laughs> you made me steal your dog by thinking, making me think it was a stray, and then he crashed my car. This is all your fault. So you think everyone at that McDonald's should have a class action lawsuit against this this owner for like? For all the 49 cent cheeseburgers they've bought for this this fat dog. <laughs> I wonder how many free cheeseburgers have been given out to this dog from the people who work at McDonald's. I I bet none. I bet they know it's game. I bet they're in on it. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah. We have sold the most cheeseburgers out of all the McDonald's in the area. I wonder if they take a cut. I guess no, because the, the burger has to go to the, the driver first and then to the dog. <laughs> the dog brings him back a, brings back a little... I've had five tonight. I'm good. Nibble. Here you go, buds. Here's a bag. Yeah, I did that, though. That was me. Um, Michael, if you were a time-traveling chrononaut mm. who went to Mars, teleported to Mars, would you ever do anything else? Why would you... Where would you stop? Yeah. Would you get tired of exploring the infinite... Infinite wonders of time and space? I don't think so. Also, you Unless know, it just turns out there's nothing out there. Not to be that guy, but mm. like, that's not how teleportation works. You need to have another end of the teleportation device. We saw this in Stargate. Right. We all saw we it. We saw it. Everyone saw it. Um, speaking of which, I have another cons- conspiracy theory that the reason that we went to war in the Middle East... Um, was to get a Stargate. Was to get a Stargate. Yeah. So... Which... I mean, yeah, I've, I'm pretty sure that's how it happened in the movie. Yeah. We found it in Egypt and took the damn thing. Thank you for all your good Stargates. Yeah. Kind of wish we had a Stargate, though. 
I mean, it sounds good, but then you watch the show and it's just a lot of trouble. For some reason, everyone speaks English, which is cool, but man, they're just trying to kill you nonstop and they got aliens that live in your tum-tum and make you have kinetic, uh, telekinesis powers. Well, Michael, I do want to bring up something just because I don't think we're going to get another episode out before Halloween. Um, so actually, here, let me pull this article up. Do um, the monster mash. It is the mash. It was a graveyard smack. Hmm. McDonald's announces new monster-sized breakfast sandwich slash hangover cure. Thanks, McDonald's. Um, it it does What's, look like a breakfast. It looks like a breakfast egg mistake. Is that not, um, is that not what a McGriddle is? Hangover well, it's cure? A Mc, it's a McGriddle with two sausage patties, uh, three slices of cheese, two slices of bacon, and an egg on it. Which doesn't really sound so much like a hangover cure as much as just like, I'm going to make your stomach feel just awful. I'm going to make you feel so bad that you throw up and it gets all the bad stuff out of you. You'll feel better. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Michael, I want to talk to you about CandyStork.com did a survey and created a map of America's favorite Halloween candy. Okay. What, um, what do they consider down. Halloween candy? Do they consider, like, um, like the pumpkin Reese's, the ones that are in I the shape of pumpkin? Does that count as Halloween candy? Well, yeah, but I think it's more, like, what you what each state prefers to get for Halloween or get or give. Um, so it's it's based on sales data, looking at the particular or the months uh, leading up to Halloween. Okay. So it does state by state. They looked at eleven years of sales data and Reese's peanut butter cups and full size Snickers bars. So Reese's peanut butter cups top two in Oregon, Texas, Snickers number one in Florida. Mm. Uh, and sorry, Reese's like the little cups are uh, top in Colorado. All right. Pretty, okay. That's fine. Okay. Um. You know, everything you'd actually know, sorry, Reese is also in, uh, what is that? What? It's Kansas. Okay. Um, you know, everything you, what you'd expect, you got your Twix in there, you got some Skittles, um, God, Montana up there being real sad, their favorite is Double Bubble Chewing Gum. <laughs> Sweet Christ. You know God. what? Okay, there are, there are no joke, only like 300,000 people in all of Montana. And they all like chewing bubble yeah. gum. Um, you got a Sour Patch Kids Ooh, every once in okay, a while. Got yeah, some, got, those in a while. Got, got Skittles. <laughs> Washington up there being real sad with saltwater taffy. Ooh. Yikes, gross, a Rooney. Um, Michael, would you care to guess what candy seven states in these glo- this glorious union have declared as their favorite candy? Favorite Halloween candy? Is it candy corn? It's candy fucking corn. Uh, <laughs> I love candy corn is it your favorite halloween candy (sighs) by the way it's a travesty that no state buys take fives more than any other candy bar because it is the pinnacle of candy technology no one knows about the take five it's like a secret underground society (sighs) fools they also lemon heads are louisiana's favorite which is yeah okay sure yeah i assume because it flavors the vodka that they just drink i suppose yeah um but yeah candy corn okay here's the thing I wouldn't say it's my favorite candy and like, but if you're asking me about like Halloween candy, things that I can only get on Halloween, like I can get Reese's anytime I want. I can get Snickers. I can get Sour Patch Kids. But like the only time where it's really acceptable to eat candy corn is like Halloween. And I that like doesn't candy corn. It doesn't make it good. It is good though. There's something. Ooh, I don't know what it is. Like I, I agree. It's gross, but it's also not. You know? Do you like it because you can only get it one time out of the year? No, like if 
the thing is, is it doesn't go bad. So like if I have candy corn left like six months after Halloween, I'll eat it. I'm just saying, like, if you're, if you're eating it, it, it the in, taste hasn't changed at all. No, if you're eating it in June, though, people look at you funny. Yeah. Right? I'm also going to look at you funny on October 31st. <laughs> the only thing I'll use candy corn with is to pelt you until you go away. <laughs> I, These seven states should be expelled from the which Union. Which seven states are they? They are. Uh, New Mexico, Nevada, Idaho, Michigan. Okay, get uh, Idaho because, like, all they have is potatoes, so candy corn, you know, tastes delicious. But, like, New Mexico, they have, like, good, delicious, like, spicy foods and stuff. Like, can't imagine candy corn would be enough. Iowa, maybe? Yeah, Iowa and Alabama. Yep. Ooh. So, Idaho, Nevada, New Mexico, Alabama, Iowa. There's one. Okay, I'm going to have to, um, hmm. I might have to rethink my enjoyment of candy corn because that is not a good list of states it's not where you want to be that's not where i want to be i'm just saying it's it's sugar corn syrup and wax it's basically it cool so you just dumped like sugar and corn syrup in your ear and just shook it up really hard just it's just shitty earwax speaking of which and i do want to try this we i think we talked about this last year michael have you seen the the speaking of internet challenges um Taking a DiGiorno pizza and then topping mm. it with candy corn and then just baking it. Yep. Yeah, we talked about we should, that. We should probably just do that. Though. You're talking shit Can't about f- candy corn. I mean, yeah, but I'll do, I'll do it for a stunt. <laughs> do it for the gram. I mean, yeah. The Easter Where variant is- of candy corn is called bunny corn. Yeah, you know, I don't like that candy corn is on this list, period. But I think the one that makes me the most mad is Jolly Ranchers. Like as a top selling, nah, it might be hot tamales. Like, like I said, I like candy corn. It's it's great because you can put it in like a uh, like a candy dish, and it's not going to go stale. And also, it's not going to like it's not going to disappear in literally fourteen seconds, like every other candy you put in a candy dish. Okay, yeah, that's okay. That's something you just said it. So I I was gonna say I'll eat candy corn if it's out. I'll eat exactly two pieces of candy corn. I'll eat one. To be like, oh, I kind of forgot what this tastes like because it's been so long since I've had it. I'll eat one piece. Then I'll eat another one to make sure it was as bad as I thought it just was. And then I'll be like, yeah, that was gross. I'm going to go eat a full-size Snicker or Kit Kat. Um, yeah. Would you care to guess your state's top top candy? Oh, Illinois. Well, there's a lot of downstate Illinois that we don't like to claim. So it's probably going to be something stupid like just straight nougat. No, you're good. It's Kit Kats. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well done. I'll say, like, I haven't had candy corn in a, in a long time because I'm not going to buy it. And, like, most adults aren't going to buy it. I'm not allowed. I'm not around a lot of children trick-or-treating. Right. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I'd eat it. If somebody put a bowl in front of me, I'd eat it. <sighs> Again, like two pieces. Tops. Well, Michael, agree to disagree. I guess. <laughs> what about the little pumpkin versions of the candy corn those are sometimes a little bit more flavorful so i will i'll eat three of those tops but i do like them because they're cute i just love but it's you mean it's just sugar and wax you ate an entire thing of oreo of peep oreos but like you can you can stomach down two candy corns yeah yep unless they're on a pizza and baked and then you would eat half of it what did i say sorry what did i say i'll do it for a stunt and i did eat 
an entire sleeve of peat flavored Oreos to see if it would turn my poop pink for this dumb podcast. And it, it didn't. Did. <laughs> so now that I know my body retains all the poison I put into it, probably in the form of not superhero cancer, um, I don't know. I don't want to fuck with candy corn at all. And I'm not going to stunt with it unless, again, it is on a DiGiorno pizza. Did you know that 35 million pounds of candy corn is sold annually? Sweet mother of fuck. 9,000 metric tons. How much goes to the trash can and then to cows? But, like, why would it go to the trash can? It's not like it goes bad. Like, have you ever eaten a piece of candy corn? You're like, oh, this is stale. No. Which is not a good, it's not a feather in candy corn's cap that it never goes bad. That's. I'm just saying, like, what's the, like, what's the point of continuing to make that much every year? Like, you can't, people can't possibly eat that much. Right. But, Michael, I'm sorry. Well, you live in America. How much food do you throw out every day just because, I don't know, it, it looked funny? <laughs> I don't throw away candy. What, how much candy corn have you thrown out in your life? I bet it's a lot. Actually, no, better question. How much candy corn have you had on your counter than Rachel picked up and just dumped a bowl in the trash? Because she's like, this has been out too long. <laughs> I know the answer to that is immeasurable. No, Rachel would not throw anything out because she is a saver and a keeper. She saves leftovers for like weeks. And I have to be like, are you going to eat this? And she'll keep saying yes. And I'm like, you do realize it's three weeks old. She's like, does it smell funny? And I'm like, I guess not. But that's like actual food. You know that she wouldn't like if if you just had a bowl of candy corn out, and you're like, I'm going to eat that eventually. Rachel would make a decision on your healthy behalf and be like, I'm not going to let this happen. Much like you defended her from coyotes. She's she's not going to let you make a candy corn mistake. I just don't understand what the difference is between candy corn and any of the other stupid like corn syrup and sugar things like hot tamales or Mike and Ike's or hey, any bud, of that those shit. Also, those also suck. Oh, yeah, exactly. But why does candy corn have to get shit on like because and singled seven states out didn't choose that as their favorite fucking candy <laughs> i think it's seven. i think here's the thing i think they just got confused because they were like what's your favorite halloween candy and they assumed it was candy you can only get on halloween they said candy corn because what other candy can you only get on halloween it's fair so they're also just stupid is what yeah well i mean you did say it was alabama and actually i'm gonna go ahead and say more problems Missouri and Mississippi, I believe it's hard as hell, but I'm pretty sure it's Milky Ways, which I can't. Fine. Yeah. I just don't understand the point of Milky Ways when like Snickers, Snickers exist. Snickers exist. Or, well, like, it's kind of like Snickers are good. Milky Ways are fine, but you just remove some of the stuff and then you remove even more stuff. And then all of a sudden you have a three musketeers. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Mm, yes, quiet. Mm. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Little Places. Everyone, if you like this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Um, we occasionally put up blog posts. It's been a minute, but we'll try to get to another one. Um, you can also find out more information about our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which our good buddy Curtis and I and Michael, that was a bad way to say all that. Um, <laughs> we are watching every single episode of the hit show 24. We um, just wrapped up season two. That episode, the finale of season two should be coming out. Probably next week, as soon as we get around to editing it. We did it live, and that caused some complications. So we'll get that out as soon as possible. And then we will be rolling right into season three, which is um, one of my favorites of that show. So uh, Curtis is in for a, a real treat, I think. And yeah, so are you. And you don't have to have seen seasons one and two um, to see season three. And you don't have to have seen any of them to listen to us 
talk shit about it. Nope. So, um, if you like this show, then you will definitely like 24 or uh, Longest Days of Our Lives, regardless of your interest in 24. It's just us goofing on a very old, dumb TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? You can help us out by uh, finding us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at TILPcast at TILPcast. Um, please give us a like, a retweet, a favorite. Um, you know, that's how you let your friends uh, know about us. You know, it's kind of how we grow is by word of mouth. And uh, we thank everyone who has done that so far. You can also help us out even more by uh, subscribing on your podcast app of choice and giving us a rating uh, or and a review. Um, that is uh, how people like when they're searching for new podcasts. Um, that's how they, they they order them up by uh, by reviews and ratings and stuff. So um, thank you for everyone who's given us the awesome ratings. Uh, you know, we're five stars, I think still. And uh, yeah, you can always shoot us a message uh with a uh, tilt story or uh a comment on one of the the stories we did on the show um we love to hear from you guys and uh we will definitely respond if you send us a message so oh and we also still have stickers yeah we still have stickers if you want one of those shoot us a message uh whether email or uh, instagram messages or facebook we will get those out to you uh probably still have about i have about 20 maybe michael yeah i have uh oh probably like 50 okay I don't know how many you gave me, so I don't know how many about, I have. About 50. Okay, then I think I have like 30. All right. Great. Um, you want a, an FML? I'd Close love out? one. Today, I had a dream wherein a deep, sensual voice was talking sexy to me. Yeah, girl, you want this. Mmm. It wasn't the man of my dreams trying to seduce me. It was a piece of chocolate cake. FML. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. I would, if I woke up though to that, I would definitely have to eat chocolate cake. I would also be really mad that there wasn't a piece of chocolate cake next yeah. to Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, Michael, I'm off to get some cake. It's been lovely talking with you, buddy. Love you. Love you too. Toodles. Toodles.